Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. On top of everything else going on today, of course, uh, an opportunity for Stampeders fans to bask in the glow of a Grey Cup victory last night in Edmonton. A really interesting game, a defensive game. Uh, and uh, by the way, we are going to be uh, celebrating that victory tomorrow. Big rally down at City Hall, which we will be covering live between 1130 and 1 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, so that means an early end to Danielle's show, a late start for mine. But uh, the voice of the Stampeders bringing you the celebration from downtown Calgary tomorrow afternoon. All right. But as I say, there's a lot going on today. An interesting announcement from the Alberta government regarding its beer tax policy. Uh, after some court defeats, the Alberta government is uh, throwing in the towel on its uh, previous markup system uh, and unveiling a new universal smaller brewer markup. They've also announced today uh, that they are going to be launching a trade challenge against unfair liquor policies in Ontario that prevent Alberta manufacturers from accessing the Ontario market. Joining us uh, on the line is Darren Billis, Minister of Economic Development and Trade. Minister, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Pleasure. Thanks, Rob. Okay, so this trade uh, challenge, tell us about that. Sure. So, I mean, essentially, Alberta is the most open place in Canada to buy alcohol. In fact, uh, liquor retailers here sell about 3,700 different Canadian products. Now, 25% of those 3,700 come from Ontario. Now, it's a very different story in Ontario. They're the largest market in the country, but they only allow 0.01% of the products they sell to come from Alberta. That's about 20 products. 20 total. Uh, And good luck trying to find them if you're in an Ontario store, uh, because uh, those 20 that do get through are usually tucked away in the corner next to the mop bucket. And so it is absolutely ridiculous that it's easier to sell our liquor in Tokyo than it is in Toronto. And we want our brewers in Alberta here to be treated fairly. Okay, so what what are the specific policies that exist in Ontario that, that make it that way? It's, it's a combination of things uh, from how difficult it is for Alberta brewers to get through the listing process. Uh, and believe me, it's a, it's a very long process to get through. Uh, if they do, and so 20 different Alberta beers or products have gotten through, uh, they are often tucked away. Shelf space is impossible to get. Uh, often near the uh, the mop closet, quite frankly. And uh, it's a very different story here in Alberta, where Albertans have the largest selection of, uh, of beer choices uh, than anywhere in the country. And what we're asking for is uh, for a reciprocal treatment that Alberta brewers uh, are trying to get in. I'll give you a great example today from um, Alley Cat. I was talking to their CEO who said, They got through the tasting panel. Uh, Yes, Ontario has a tasting panel, um, and uh, but got shut down uh, or or refused. And when they asked them why, they said, "Well, your beer tastes good. We just don't like the packaging." 
so we're not going to allow it to come into Ontario. So a very arbitrary decision. Arbitrary, very subjective, and, and, and unfair. I mean, it, it's not a level playing field. And so what we're saying is Alberta really has set the bar in the country for uh, availability of alcohol promoting uh, Canadian product. We want to see the, the same. Okay, so how do these other products get through? Because I, I think in part this would be Ontario's uh, defense to say, look, we, we don't have a policy keeping Alberta products out. In fact, here's some examples of Alberta products that are on our shelves. Well, I mean, so they can, uh, I mean, they have a number of different ways to, to do it. As I mentioned, they can refuse based on packaging. Uh, they, uh, they obviously give them the preferential treatment. Uh, they can refuse to list Alberta products in favor of Ontario products. Uh, the uh, perishable items are placed uh, differently. I mean, again, part of how they can do this is that uh, Ontario has a government-run, uh, all their liquor stores are government-run. And so uh, they use that essentially to discriminate against Alberta brewers. Because, of course, in Ontario, so they have the LCBL, uh, they have the beer store, which is run by a, a conglomerate of, of large brewers uh, under a government-protected uh, monopoly, essentially. Now they've, they've opened it up in Ontario. Some grocery stores are allowed to sell beer. Is, is, it, is it the same across the board? Are we talking about different standards or different rules that apply depending on where it's being sold? Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's very possible. I mean, I can tell you that, uh, again, their, uh, <clears throat> their process is not transparent. It's not clear. And uh, <clears throat> again, Alberta brewers um, are, are up against different challenges that they aren't aware of. So compare that with the AGLC here in Alberta. I was talking to the CEO, Alan Mazenov, today, who said, you can go to the AGLC website and print off on one piece of paper, double-sided, the exact process to how to get a product approved in Alberta. It is simple. It's transparent. Uh, and we, we encourage product diversification. Again, no other province or territory has access to the number of different beers that we do and, and alcoholic products on shelves than we do in Alberta. Uh, in Ontario, it is completely unclear how uh, a company gets their product listed. Uh, decisions appear arbitrary. They are subjective. Uh, and they clearly don't favor uh, our province. I mean, 20 different items, 0.01%. Meanwhile, 25% of Alberta's uh, liquor on the shelves uh, of our Canadian uh, percentage of brewers come from Ontario. So is this uh, a complaint under the agreement on internal trade? That's correct. So that one we modernized. uh, We signed it about a year and a half ago. It's now the Canadian Free Trade Agreement. Uh, and that's where we have taken uh, our concerns to. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, we've had ongoing meetings uh, with provincial trade ministers about uh, alcohol is one of the tables that we have. Uh, we've been pushing for other provinces and territories to come up to Alberta's level uh, to make it fair because uh, our, our brewers are being discriminated against. And you know what? It's, uh, we've tried to talk to them. We've given them the numbers. We've sat down with them. Uh, the time for talk or talking uh, is over, and it's now uh, time to uh, to take them uh, through the trade tribunal. Uh, now, on the other side of things, and I know that that's the purview of your colleague, uh, the finance minister, Joe Sisi, but um, a, a change in the, the markup system in Alberta, which is, I guess, in response to previous decisions uh, from, from the panel, from the courts. What's changing? What can you tell us? Right. So there are some elements of the original program that are in place. Uh, However, 
the the it's a graduated markup system for small brewers up to 50,000 uh, hectoliters uh, or brewers that produce 50,000 hectoliters per year. But the program and, and and it scales. It goes I think from 10 cents up to 60 cents at 50,000 uh, hectoliters is the taxes they would pay. But it's open to brewers anywhere in the world, not just in Canada, but internationally. So we're confident uh, that it is trade compliant. Uh, and the Alberta brewers have said to us, you know, this is great. This is what, uh, you know, the original program is what helped Alberta breweries go from, uh, I think we had about a dozen craft breweries in the province to over 100 now today. So this program... Uh, kicks in on December 15th. That's when the previous program will end. So it will be seamless for, uh, for our brewers uh, to, uh, to ensure that we're supporting them as, uh, as they move forward. All right, so the grants will no longer be there, but a, a lower markup rate for, uh, for small brewers will, will be instead. That's correct. They'll, uh, they'll apply uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, apply to the AGLC, uh, and then they will get, uh, they will pay that, uh, that sliding scale up to 60 cents uh, for the 50,000. Brewers that are larger, that, uh, that produce over 50,000 hectoliters, uh, will be paying the $1.25 uh, per liter tax. All right. Darren Billis, appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for the update. Thanks, Rob. Have a great day. You too. Darren Billis, Alberta's Minister of Economic Development and Trade. So a couple announcements today. Uh, one is they're going to file a complaint against Ontario for its protection as beer policies. And, and I think people have previously pointed to Ontario and BC as maybe being the worst offenders. So by all means, let's let's deal with that. Uh, and the markup, I think finally the Alberta government has acknowledged how problematic their previous policy was, which was to have a cr- an across-the-board uh, higher markup, uh, the $1.25 per liter, and then to, to basically offer Alberta-based smaller brewers a de facto lower rate via the grants, uh, that was found to be problematic by both the courts and uh, an AIT panel. And I, I think this is the government waving the white flag on that to say, all right, we realize that we've run into too many legal brick walls on this. We're going to go back. It sounds essentially to, to how things were before. It's uh, what they're calling the universal small brewer markup. So brewers have to apply for this market, but they produce less than 50,000 hectoliters in annual worldwide production. Uh, they will be subject to this lower rate, and it's a sliding scale between 10 cents and 60 cents per liter based on production. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.